Welcome to the first edition of the Weekly Outlook. I'm Regional Sports Director Andy Anders. And I'm Chief Videographer Jake Arthur. Today's top stories. The Alexander City Walmart will offer the newly FDA-authorized COVID-19 oral antiviral. COVID positivity rates double in Tallapoosa County over the holidays. And former Central Coosa basketball star Xavier Moon makes his NBA debut against the Brooklyn Nets. But first, we sit down with All Outlook Football Defensive Player of the Year Gavin Vickers to discuss his unstoppable motor, playing through a broken hand, and his relentless workout regimen. One time after a game, I didn't do so hot, and I was so mad at myself. And uh, I was like, I ain't gonna be able to go to sleep. You know, I could have done better. I should have done better this game. I had a better attitude or something. Which we got back from the game. It was like 1230. I was like, I'm gonna go work out. So. It's like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning, I was, I was working out. All this and more on the first edition of the Weekly Outlook. The Weekly Outlook is supported by subscribers to the Alexander City Outlook. You can subscribe to the Alex City Outlook on our website at alexcityoutlook.com. Thank you for your support. Now, um, a lot of people that may not have been around the team uh, don't know that you, uh, you played with a cast on your left hand. Through the mo- throughout most of the season, uh, just to talk about what happened with that and why uh, why you were sporting a cast up. Well, I broke it like the first first week of practice, and I was thinking, this is my senior year. This don't need to happen. This don't need to happen. And uh, I just I started playing with it. I did decent with it, but it, it kind of was fuel for me in a weird way because uh, like it's like a test. I don't know. I feel like God throws obstacles in front of you to like to help you overcome things and it just gives you motivation because like you you know it's a bad thing to happen but at the same time you're like trying to fight it like just it's it is it is hard playing with one hand of course absolutely against you know 250 300 pound plus people you know human beings mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's hard i just learned stay low you know strike fast try to be fast and uh just just play with heart, you know. That's all you can do is try your best. The stats reflected. I mean, for to, to with one arm, basically, and uh, Gavin didn't say what he broke there. Broke his left hand, correct? Um, team high in tackles, 74 from an interior defensive line position. He moved down from D end to D tackle this year. Pretty big, uh, a pretty big thing for a defensive tackle to lead the team in tackles. It doesn't happen a lot. Usually a linebacker, you know. 17 tackles for loss, seven sacks. Uh, Talk about the transition, too, from D end to D tackle. I know you played some D tackle last mm-hmm. year, right? Uh, but this year it was more full-time, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, I I do love defensive end. I love pass rushing. Mm-hmm. I love it. I feel like that's my thing. But, uh, you know, my team needed me in the middle, so I had to go to the middle. What's best for the team is what's best. I mean, it's not it's, – it's different, but it's not a whole lot different. It's just hitting gaps and angles. The thing that got me is my weight. I'm not – I'm not very heavy. And on the end, not being heavy is not really a problem because you're rushing and stuff, unless it's run. But I was hesitant, real hesitant at first. I didn't, I didn't really want to play tackle, but I knew my team needed me. So I played there, and I learned how to play it. Just I appreciate being out there, to be honest with you. Yeah. With a broke hand, I was like, I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, you talked about pass rushing as the favorite part of your game. Uh, you know, for a lot of people, that's uh, a lot of people don't realize the technical aspects of pass rushing. And I mean, your motor definitely helps a guy that you know is always pursuing to the quarterback. And we'll talk more about that. What was your favorite? Did you have a favorite rush move coming off the end? What was your usual setup? 
against an offensive tackle or when you were at D tackle, uh, you know, what was your favorite setup going against a guard in pass rush? Well, first I would try to get them going in a pattern. Like I would jump way outside. I'd go way outside, way outside, and they'd block me a few times. I'd finally go inside because I knew I had them going outside. And uh, I would cross chop and then come up with my left hand with a rip. So his hands are across his body, and I'm already pursuing a straight line to a quarterback. The fastest way to get to something is A to B, right? So instead of going around or anything, I like shooting inside on some stuff. That's if I got my outside linebacker on the outside in case he flares out. But, you know, just just getting to, to pattern him. If you can ever pattern a tackle or any player, if they ever have a pattern that they do every time, you got them. But the good ones, they usually know how to switch it up. They know they know what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So because they're taught to protect the inside, but yeah. Right. So it's like you 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 pull a guy out over the course of the game. Then you once you see your opening, you, you right, that's when you dart in really hard, essentially. But you always got to watch the outside as a defensive end. You can't let them get out. That's going to be your you know. And coach is going to get on you. Keep contained. That's the number one priority. Yes. Did it change your approach to pass rushing and to, to playing in general to have that injury? Well, at first, I couldn't push and pull. It's, it's a technique that you use. You get them to move them backwards, then you snatch them in so you can go around them or go whichever direction. Because my fingers were all wrapped up in my cast, so I had to just kind of stick my hand on them, but I couldn't grab. It's, it's kind of weird. It's like a balance type thing. You've got to hit his body just right so your hand don't slip off. But toward the end of the year, I finally got my fingers back. I was happy to get my – I had my fingers at my cast. I could grab a little bit, but other than that, just not being able to to grab stuff because there's a few sacks I would have had only if I could have grabbed them. Just grabbed them. My hand, my left hand would come across them, but I couldn't grab them. It just, you know. Another thing uh, about Gavin that, you know, talking with his coaches uh, really stands out is you're – you're a guy who's a weight room warrior. You, you love that's you love working out. Oh, I love it. Yeah, um, being in the gym, and that's not something that a lot of people eat up in that way, you know. But they they have to tell you to slow down a lot of times, from my understanding, right? Yes, sir. Now, when how soon did you get back to lifting upper body after breaking your hand? About three weeks. Three weeks. So three weeks. the doctor told me not to, but <laughs> I was I don't know. It keeps me from going crazy, kind of light lifting. <laughs> Why? What, what? What about it? Uh, keeps you from going crazy? Like I, it's like a uh, a stress reliever for me, and I I just I love I love doing it, and I and I I like football because I can use the strength or the ability. It's like having a fast car. If you can't go fast, what's the point in having? Um, now, we you know talking about love football, uh, and you're someone who um, his faith is very important to him. Obviously, we we were talking before this. Uh, for you um, not having any college offers at this point, uh, talked about God's plan. Has mm-hmm. um, where where do you stand with college right now, and uh, what what are you trying to do at this point? Do you know? Uh, I have I have two small offers. I don't think they provide athletic scholarship. I just I want to go play somewhere a decent sized school. We don't have to be Alabama or nothing. At least just D two, D three, just something where I can get a scholarship because I don't have a lot of money. So just trying to do that, and hopefully everything will work out. I know God's got a plan. If it don't, it wasn't meant to be. If it does, it's meant to be. I'm just trying to trust the process, train as hard as I can train. And that's all you can do is try your best. Faith is hard sometimes, right? though, right? I mean, um, it's got to be for, you know, this thing that you're really passionate about, it has to be hard to, um, you know, keep 
what, what do you do to stay grounded, I guess, is what I'm asking, because it's got to be hard to stay that course sometimes. Stay grounded? Yeah, like, um, who, do you, who do you lean on? What do you do to um, just, just, just keep faith that it's going to work out? Well, of course, every son, you know, their mom helps, right? Mm-hmm. I, I talk to my mom. I, I just love working out. I was like, it just helps calm me down. Just I have so much energy, so much passion for it. I just It helps level me out. And at the same time, it's helping me for football, too. I, lo- I love working out early in the morning. There's nothing like that feeling when you're there and nobody's, you know everybody's in asleep. And you're, and you're still there working. There's just nothing like that feeling. When you walk out the weight room and you know you done got a whole workout in, nobody else has even got up. There's just nothing like that feeling. What's the earliest you've ever worked out? Oof. Well, one time at a game, after a game, I didn't do so hot, and I was so mad at myself. And uh, I was like, I ain't going to be able to go to sleep. You know, we lost the game. I was mad at myself, just like crazy mad at myself. I, I could have done better. Can always do better, you know, but I, I could have done better. I should have done better this game. Had a better attitude or something. Which we got back from the game. It was like 1230. I was like, I'm going to go work out. So it was like 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. I was, I was working out. <laughs> right <laughs> after a game yeah i man i whenever i would i just remember the days after a game for me man i, I would wake up at like oh well, we, you know you you have saturday film and all that so you go in in the morning but like i, I mean i was always just stiff as a board i couldn't imagine working out right after a game man. i can't sleep good after games i don't know i get too wound up it's not that i'm not tired it's just the excitement of the game just after I keep replaying what I've done, what I did wrong, I just can't sleep yet. I always go to sleep late after game. How fired up do you get for a game? Uh, really fired up, really fired up. I get to where I'm like nervous, shaking. Uh, sometimes I'll, I'll get so excited. I'll throw up in the morning and stuff. But uh, I, there's nothing like that kickoff. There's nothing like it. When you see them other people in front of you, you know they're trying to hit you and you're going to hit them. There's just nothing like that feeling. It was really fun to see you play that fullback position in the wing. Uh, when, when you guys installed that uh, formation midway through the season, correct? Yes, sir. I wish we would use it the whole season. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> I it, loved it. It opened up your running game too. Yes. I mean, that, that was a big, uh, big thing for two late season wins for you guys, especially after Gabe went down. When you got that opportunity, um, what, what was your reaction like? How, how excited did it get you to, to, to get to be on offense and lead blocking for Demarcus? Oh, oh, I loved it. I loved coming off the edges, hitting for hitting for Demo, him going around me, running over people, hitting gaps. I I love I love fullback. It's fun. I wish I, I ain't gonna lie. I wish I would have got the ball one time, but it <laughs> <laughs> would have been fun to carry it, huh? Yeah, but I love hitting my own position, defensive end, hitting them people. <laughs> so it helps me learn both ways because I know what the offense is thinking. Mm. So when I'm on defense, I can kind of you know relate what he's thinking, so I can go against. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I honestly, I think that's about all the questions I have for you, man. But I, th- this was a great conversation we had, and I really loved talking about the ins and outs of defensive line and uh, fullback with you. And uh, really appreciate you coming on here with me today. Yes, sir. No problem. Here are the other stories you need to know about. Alexander City Walmart is ready to receive and dispense the recently FDA-authorized COVID-19 antiviral medications Paxlovid and Molnupiravir today as supplies allow, according to a press release distributed Wednesday. 
Merrick's molnupiravir and Pfizer's Paxlovid were authorized by the Food and Drug Administration for the treatment of mild to moderate coronavirus disease in high-risk patients. Walmart Senior Vice President of Pharmacy Kevin Host said, We are committed to working with our state and federal partners to provide access to new treatment options like authorized COVID-19 antiviral medications as they become available. 27% of COVID-19 tests, or more than one in four, are coming back positive in Alabama, according to the Alabama Department of Public Health. The high rate reflects a new daily caseload that's more than double from previous weeks statewide. According to the ADPH, however, that count does not include cases discovered using at-home COVID-19 tests, unless those patients later seek medical care, meaning the true number of infections may be even higher. At the local level, 150 Tallapoosa County residents have tested positive for COVID-19 in the past seven days as of Wednesday, with 55 of those cases reported on December 27. The surge in new positive tests has brought the county's daily caseload to an average of 20 new cases per day, nearly double that of previous weeks. Former Central Coosa guard Xavier Moon made his NBA debut as part of a 10-day contract with the Los Angeles Clippers against the Brooklyn Nets Monday. Moon saw the court for 12 minutes in a 124-108 loss for the Clippers, knocking down a mid-range jumper over Brooklyn center Nicholas Claxton to record his first NBA points. He also picked up an assist and a rebound. In the 2012-13 season during his senior year at Coosa, he led the state of Alabama in scoring at a clip of 33.8 points per game, the 17th highest average ever recorded for the state. Well, that's all the stories we have for this week. Thank you for listening to the first edition of the Weekly Outlook. Be sure to subscribe. We're available wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Outlook is supported by subscribers to the Alexander City Outlook. You can subscribe to the Alex City Outlook on our website at alexcityoutlook.com. Thank you for your support.